Have you ever wondered what it takes to build a successful business in the Australian property industry? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Business and Property Development, a monthly podcast in which industry leaders share their insights and experience with host Harry Karadimus. Hello and welcome to Business and Property Development. This is the second part of my conversation with Anthony Fiorenza. In this part, we explore the evolution of Impero from a young construction company into the outfit it is today. We discuss Anthony's take on workplace culture, teamwork, business partners, leadership and family. I hope you enjoy it. So if we were to fast forward to today, what has Impero evolved into? Look, our, our main focus is, is the boutique, high-end, resi- multi-residential space. That's what we love to do. That's our passion. We're good at it. We love the challenges that these types of projects give us. They're not straightforward. They're not boxes. They've got a lot of detail. There's a lot of design work. And that's what Impero love to do. I mean, that's our that's our bread and butter. And yeah, that's what we've built our brand on. And that's what we've built our name on. And so what kinds of projects are you, are you currently, are you currently We're building doing? at the moment. We've got on, on the go at the moment probably 10 projects. Majority of those in the eastern suburbs, Rose Bay, Bellevue Hill, Darling Point, Lower North Shore, Neutral Bay, Mossman, Crown Street. So it's there's all, a few. There's yeah, a few going around. Yeah, definitely ten. In terms of like the the size of the organisation now, what, you started as two, became we started three, as two, then, then, then it quickly became three. Yeah. We've got fifty mouths to feed. I think that in itself is um, something that would probably keep, be keeping me up at night as well. Because I mean, you, when you take on people, you also take on responsibility course, to look after of them. Of course, so. that's a big part of the business we pride ourselves in in our people we invest heavily in our in our staff and our culture people love coming to work and i've got to tell them to go home that's a that's a good problem to have you know it's a good problem to have you know in terms of the family we call it the family the impero family because everyone is is someone there's no hierarchy where you've got to go through 10 different people to get to jonathan or i we are part of the business we are part of that family and we're heavily involved with our staff and that won't change. And that's, that's Impero. Well, do you mind if we unpack that a little bit? Because I mean, staff culture, I mean, it's, it's kind of everything to a business, right? Like if you look after your staff, they will look after your business and they look after your clients. It's the backbone of everything, right? hundred percent. hundred percent. In terms of how you and Jonathan have created that culture, what, what is it about what you do that that inspires people to, to come in and, and not <laughs> want to go home. The way we run our, our staff, we don't micromanage. We don't set harsh rules and deadlines and, and things like that. Yes, we've got procedures and policies in place. We've got things that need to be due on certain dates, but we help each other. It's no, There's no egos. We get involved. When one team's down, the other team will jump in to assist. It's just like a family. Everyone helps each other. There's a lot of trust. There's a lot of trust. There's a lot of, you know, transparency. There's a lot of all those really important things that build a business and build a a culture and a family. To make sure that that culture has some longevity, bringing people on then would be a really important decision to make every time you've got to end. It is. And it's the hardest thing of, of... of of the business getting new people in it's not to say that it, it's the wrong thing to do we have to get new people we grow we grow every year we we're a steady growth company 
We don't want to be the biggest builder in, in the world. We want to grow organically. And in saying that, I mean, the new people that we bring in, we treat like we treat the guys that have been here for five, six, seven years. And what we like to do is put that particular person with someone who's been here for five plus years where they pick up, you know, how we do things. And then hopefully that person can teach someone else. And as you can see, as you walk through the office, we've got an open plan office. Jonathan and I sit with everyone. You know, we sit in, in the trenches with everyone else. We're part of that team. And when there's a problem or when there's an issue that they can't resolve on their own, we all jump in together. We resolve it together. So what do you look for in terms of prospective people? Is there a particular character? Like, do you look for experience or do you look for character? We look for both. I mean, you've got to have the experience, you've got to have the knowledge, you've got to have the know-how, but you've also got to have the passion, the, the love for what we do and how we do it. Without that, we believe, you know, you're just another another robot and, and data entry. Yeah. That's not what we're about. Yeah, we're we're about here that, because yeah. I believe everybody in Impero and that works for Impero has a passion for building and a love for what they do. In terms of leadership, yourself and, and Jonathan, how have you learned how to be an effective leader for your, for your people? I mean, you know, you start as, as two, as in your leaders for yourselves, mm-hmm. but then you bring on, there's 50 people that you... We haven't changed. We're still very humble. You can talk to us anytime. You can walk into our offices. No, the door's always open. There's no, you've got to go through 10 people to get to the MDs. We're always there to help. We're always there to jump in and, and assist. We don't look at people differently if they can't resolve an issue. I mean, that's what we're, we're all here to do. We're all here to work together to achieve an outcome. Business partners. Yes. Another huge, uh, another <laughs> huge it's, it's like another marriage, right? So, <laughs> Well, you know, they say 80% of business partners and partnerships fail. And going through the past 15 years and meeting a lot of different companies and all different partners i mean some stakeholders you will see that a lot of people drop off in partnerships i can honestly say that every year or every day jonathan and i's partnership gets stronger we respect each other to the nth degree we've never argued we've never not spoken we've never raised our voice at each other we're just like two best mates and that's what we are we're best mates i see him more than my wife and my family (laughs) i probably know him better than Anyone? Uh, anyone yeah because uh, we're we do everything together yeah. on a daily basis we bounce off each other we have each other's backs when he's down i'm up and i'll bring him up it's not always bells and whistles in business there's always hard times and we've been through many hard times but oh, i don't think we would have ever got through them without each other it's those moments where you know you're down in the dumps uh, something's happened you know uh, done wrong by us or People haven't paid us or we're in a a legal dispute because of not for our own accord. You know, we have each other's back. He's my brother, to be honest with you. He's another brother. We do family things together. He comes to my house. He's he's another father to my children. My kids adore him. I adore his kids. His kids now work with us. (laughs) No way. So, you know. It is a family. (laughs) It is a family and and, and it's fabulous, you know. Now he's bringing through his son. His sons will eventually both come through the company and that's exciting actually that's something that i hadn't actually thought about succession planning like have, have you guys ever thought about that point in time where you'll need to start bringing people on to look well, after the company for you or look we've most recently or at the beginning of this year we've brought on a construction manager who are getting too involved in the business and not on the business We've brought in Anthony Chaparra, who who now is our construction manager, who's doing a great job, who is working more in the business, while Jonathan and I are working more on the business. 
it was a strategic move at the beginning of this year and it's it, it's worked out really well and I think it's probably the best decision that we've made. We're now spending a lot more time uh, focusing on clients and where the business wants to go in the next three to five years. Definitely we want to maintain and, and service our the clients that we've had and built some really fabulous relationships with. There's plenty of work out there at the moment. And we're at a point now where it's absolutely amazing where we're able to choose who we want to work with and who we want to build and form those relationships with. In terms of projects and project size, I think we're now more focusing on the client and the relationship more than the actual project. You know, not to say we, we love building those oh, yeah. those ultra, <laughs> you know, those high-end stuff that, that, that we're good at. And yeah. at the moment, we're building some of the most prestigious apartments and houses in the whole of Sydney. I've never seen so much fluted marble. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Architects. <laughs> That's it. Interior designers. <laughs> So, look, we've spoken at length about the business. I was actually wondering, can we talk a little bit about how you also manage a, another really important aspect of, of your life, which is um, family? So, you mentioned you got, yeah. you got three kids. Yeah, yeah, got three um, kids. Um, how have you, or what have you done in the business to allow you to, I guess, maybe protect that time with your family and vice versa? What, what does your family do to enable you to sort of operate at this kind of level i've got to say that my wife is extremely patient and supportive she's supported everything that we've we've done Mm. uh everything i've done and everything jonathan's done together she understands that we've built a business and the business we need to be there in the business Um, but that work life balance is is extremely important you know i cherish every moment of time with my family and my kids weekends are for the kids I try and, and spend time with them in the morning. I try and spend time with them in, in the evening. It doesn't always happen, as you know. Yeah. Things happen during the day or, you know, I've got to get to somewhere early in the morning. As long as I'm there to, to do the dad things, take the girls to sports or take them to ballet or whatever else, leave early and, and pick them up from school uh, yeah. a day, a week or whatever it is, uh, you've just got to make sure that happens. That happens yeah. Otherwise, you know, for your own sanity as well, you can't just be all business uh, it's hard to to get your mind away from it you're always thinking about what's next i'm always yeah that's that's definitely something that i'm uh, still still trying to grapple with it's you know because there's it's, there's no secret formula oh, there's yeah. no formula it's a juggle it is yeah. it's just something that works itself out you just got to make sure you realize that work and business and it's not everything it's important of course but the life with your family and and your brothers and sisters is probably just as important or actually more what about some of your um your daily sort of rituals like obviously you're a very high performing person you know you're, you know you're just you're on the whole time i'm very energetic I get, I get that a lot i get that extremely a lot so what do you what do you do on a day-to-day to one keep you very energized keep you focused be able to be that person for for jonathan and you know vice versa. i'm sure he he does the same for you but what are some of those things that you do for yourself that keeps you tip top look i try and eat right i try and eat regularly i have lots of coffee <laughs> <laughs> it's a must Italian of uh, course of course <laughs> look I try and get up in the mornings and, and head to the park and, and, and kick the ball around that's that's important with a couple of guys we get up in the morning 5.30 quarter to 6 not at the moment because it's too dark but we get to the park and we just kick the ball around or head yeah. to the gym just something to get your mind off 
try and keep healthy, healthy body, healthy mind. It's important. I am very social. I like to go out a lot. Um, I like dinners. I like getting out with a lot of different people, a lot of different stakeholders. It's important. Mm. So that juggle of, of family, business, social is really important. And that's yeah, my, that, yeah. That's your, yeah. That's your go-to. So if I'm not yeah. exercising, I'm out social. And, yeah. and that's another way of how I deal with the business and, and everyday life. Mm. Yeah, a bit of an escape, but also you're, you're still building it. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. We're still um, Very we're still working, but we're not working. That's it. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if I'm to look at, in terms of what running Impero has enabled you to fulfill in your life, what would you say that's been, has been a personal aspiration or a financial gain, security, you know, life mission? There are so, look, the satisfaction of seeing something come from nothing and from a piece of paper to the, to the end product that you can drive past and say, I, I built that. For me, that is the most satisfying and rewarding thing about what I do and what we do. It's a business. There's no easy uh, easy day. There's no formula to what and how it happens. I mean, monetary things, yeah, it's important. Everyone gets paid. That's, that's probably the most important thing for me and Jonathan as well is not about me and Jonathan. It's about our subcontractors. It's about our staff. They get paid first. Everything that we make, we invest back into the business. That's how much we love what we do. Mm. Everything goes back into the business. We yeah. invest it back in to better things, to streamline, to make all the staff's lives easier. So, you get to keep them and then more, that's more of the best yeah, come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so what would you say, looking back to from, from your beginnings, what would you say uh, or what would have been some of your key observations to the success that you're currently experiencing? The hard times, the real hard times, the times where there was no money coming in or the times that you've lost money in certain places, the times where you've had those experiences where you're down in the dumps. The only way to get out of them is counteract them and to do something to get that thing back. For me and Jonathan, we've been through some some really, really low times, some hard times. We've managed to crawl out of them and basically wipe them away and 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 come back from them there's some been some really terrible experiences throughout the last probably five years where we've had to reinvest a lot of money and a lot of time to get the business back on track from faults no other than other people's you know a couple of bad clients that have taken advantage put us through the ringers through the courts we persisted kept on going because we knew what we had done was the right thing and, and that came out the courts in Perro's way we made headlines on things that have never happened before it was for the fifth and therefore I, I strongly believe that good karma will always come back to you and it did we got out of that certain bad scenario and we've just built the business and, and learned from those mistakes yes you know you, if you make that mistake more than once then obviously you're you're not the smartest of people so <laughs> yeah you're uh, yeah so those experience yeah. i think you know they're priceless you know that's something you can't teach someone yeah so it's it's remembering the the challenging times more than i guess well i guess that's where the the, the most amount of learning happens isn't it because 100%, 100%. yeah the if mistakes the expensive mistakes, you know, where you lose money, where you've done something that you, you should have in hindsight done, done something different. That's all a part of business. I mean, you, you, yeah. you, we learn every day. We, we don't know everything. We'll, we'll continue to grow. Uh, we'll continue to make mistakes, but we'll learn from those mistakes and we'll, we'll grow on them. So if there's one bit of advice that you could have given your startup self, what, <laughs> what do you reckon that <laughs> would be? Don't get into construction. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Take it. Mate, if you had your time again, though, yeah. would you do it? Yes, I would. I would 100%. I love what I do. Building is, is my blood, uh, along with a few other things, you know, cooking and, and, and pizzas. <laughs> That's and, and it, yeah, red and, sauce. And red sauce and it's making salami. 
<laughs> but, um, you know, a piece of advice, work hard, stick to it, don't give up. Just Persistence. Right. Yeah. It's something that wish the young generation coming through now would understand that it doesn't just fall on a platter. You've got to put the hard work in. You've got to put the blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. Or nothing's going to go. Nothing's going to go. Yeah. Like it's, and I'll say this openly, the calibre, I might say the, the generation that's coming through at the moment that want to be in construction or think they want to be in construction. It's just totally different to, you know, when we came through, we wanted to get places quickly. It doesn't happen. He's, yeah, you're just finding that there's a gap between, is it drive? Is it like... I don't know if it's drive. I don't know if it's expectation. I don't know if the industry has changed dramatically, I think, from what we started off as, you know, going through the ranks. And if we wanted to get somewhere, it's, mate, you put it in. You're here Saturdays. You're here Sundays. You're here till 12 o'clock at night. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. If you wanted to get to that next step and if you wanted to grow and become someone or something, you just got to put it in. It just seems there's so much work out there and the industry doesn't allow that anymore it is easy to get a job it's easy to say you've done abc or one two three and here you go have a job it's more filling a place than deserving or earning to get to that place Uh, that's an interesting concept this question is would be aimed at someone who's possibly looking at starting uh you know either starting a business or getting into construction with the ambition of getting to somewhere like you know what yourself and jonathan uh, are experiencing now but you know by the sounds of things it's a it's not for everyone it's not for everyone Yeah, and if right. it was for everyone, then there'd be know, a thousand it, imperos. Be a yeah. thousand imperos. Yeah. The stress, if you can't handle stress levels and you can't handle heat, a fast-paced business like construction industry, mate, you send some people to hospital. If you can't handle that pressure, and there's a lot of it on a daily basis, uh, a lot of ups and downs, it's not for everyone. Oh, Anthony, this has been uh, this has been an amazing conversation. Thank you so much no, for thank you. being thank with you. me. It's, it's incredible. It's been amazing. Thank yeah. you very much for the opportunity, buddy. Uh, This is the end of my conversation with Anthony Fiorenza. I trust you got a lot out of this episode and got a good sense of the people and foundations that support a company like Impero. Before wrapping up, I wanted to highlight some of Anthony's insights that stood out for me. What's apparent is that there's no secret to how it's done. From his perspective, it comes down to finding your passion, you know, do what you love, love what you do, work hard, be persistent, and don't drop the ball with your family. The rest will work itself out. If you're new to this podcast series and enjoy what you're listening to, I encourage you to go back over some of the past episodes to hear from some of my other amazing guests. If you're a returning listener, thanks for coming back. I'd love to hear from you, so if you're so inclined, please leave a review and a comment on your favorite listening platform. It's always nice to hear that you're enjoying the content. Well, that's it from me. Thanks again for listening in and I'll catch you next month. Bye for now.